Blog Talk Radio. Hi there, I'm Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio, and this show is a celebration of baby boomers who are embracing life as we grow older. And one great way to celebrate life is by sharing stories with our grandchildren, especially those that are both humorous and highly entertaining, and that's where today's guest comes in. Mike Johnson is an architect turned author who loved reading science fiction and fantasy books as a child, and although he he studied architecture and ancient history in college. He never forgot those early interests. So after practicing architecture in New York City and later Los Angeles, he gave in to his former passions and became what is now his full-time career as an author. But Mike's joining us today to share all about the second book in his Confessions of a Dork Lord series. This one's called Grave Danger, and it features a rather underwhelming anti-hero who will win the hearts of any middle school reader. I'm so excited to talk with you. Welcome, Mike. Hey, thanks for having me on the show. I'm excited to talk. Well, and we got a chance to chat before we went on air, and we're just talking about how, how everybody who has ever lived through middle school can relate to this, especially the dork aspect of it. But I want to begin by congratulating you on the success of your books, because I know being an author was a long-awaited dream of yours. So you actually took the plunge and uh, have been highly successful. Congratulations. Thank you so much. Thank you. Well, and I love the title because as it reads on the cover, it's Confessions of a Dark Lord, but some prankster turned the (laughs) A to an O, so now it reads Confessions of a Dark Lord. Okay, tell us how that turned out. Sure. Um, this is a this is a middle grade comedy. It's a book for kids who are maybe seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven. Although, really, I like reading these books, so maybe it's for people of all ages. But you know, a dark lord is it, it, for anybody who's read fantasy or even hasn't is somebody like a, a Voldemort in Harry Potter or a Sauron, that big dark guy in the black armor in Lord of the Rings. They're the big baddie, the kind of huge villain that we expect from these fantasy tales. And they're always, I don't know, maybe like a one-dimensional character. But, you know, I kind of liked them. I thought, you know, villains, they're the ultimate underdog. You know, I was like, well, you know, I, don't, I wanted to write a story about one. I thought, you know, it might be interesting. And so he is the son of a dark lord trying to follow in his father's grim footsteps. And, you know, he's had challenges. Well, yes, and please elaborate on some of those because Wick is somebody sure. that I know a lot of readers are going to relate to. Well, you know, you know, he's a kid and living in a medieval fantasy world, and he's in magic school, and he's a kid who just, you know, has a tortured existence. He can't catch a break. He's, I describe him as like Harry Potter. If maybe Harry Potter was like a real kid, you know? Like he's not great at sports. If we had Quidditch in my world, he'd be terrible. He wouldn't even make the team, which is something I could relate to and maybe most kids have. He's also, he's in magic school and he can't even cast a spell. So it's a kid that I, you know, he feels like a real kid to me. He's got, he's he's going through things. He's not just automatically great at everything he does. Well, and the whole idea of it, like I say, it's so relatable because, I mean, I'm at, I, I won't share my true age, but let's just say I'm <laughs> on the way feisty side of 50. But, Lordy, Lordy, I could still remember some of those moments. So how did you come up with the concept? Because it's such a cute idea. Yeah. You know, I really – I. 
I have a daughter who's now 15, but when I started these books, she was in this age range, like eight or nine, and I was spending a lot of time reading books to her and discovering what she liked. You know, the jokes that made her really laugh, the plots, the characters that really turned her on to reading and got her excited about it. And that inspired me as as an author who was at the time writing for adults. I also write for adults. I write epic fantasy for adults. I have a series with Tor called The Amber Throne, but... Um, I wanted to also write for kids because I had a kid and I loved talking to kids. Um, and so I got inspired by what turned her on about books and just having that, you know, audience of one and seeing what she loved and what she laughed at um, inspired me to, to enter that space and try to do the things that these authors were doing. And, and one of them for me was comedy um, and just seeing the way a kid lights up when they, when they see a joke in a book and the way they can instantly relate to it and instantly relate to the character. And so I was like, wow, I, I really want to do this. And I love humor and I hadn't, worked with humor in books before. And so, you know, this was a chance for me to really explore that, really get into the jokes and try to like, try to suck kids into reading and get them excited. Because sometimes, you know, in middle grade, this is when kids discover literature. And, you know, they either decide to get hooked or some of them don't and they never come back to it. So I think it's, I think for first readers, these books are the most important books because they're the books that may make a lifelong reader. And so that's something that's important to kids. Absolutely, and it's got to be fun and engaging. And I have to ask you, Mike, was your daughter mm. like your editor? <laughs> Did you hand over <laughs> the trepidation after those first few I know, pages? I know. Yeah, I know. That's, that's a tough critic to deal with, i got to say. Um, you know, I, we've, <laughs> I've used my daughter. Uh, I don't know if used is the right word, but I, I've bounced ideas off her for a long time. When I was working in epic fantasy for adults, I used to um, – I used to tell her a chapter a day while I drove her to school. This was all the way back when she was much younger. She was probably in kindergarten. So, I've, you know, because sometimes just as an author, just saying your book out loud, talking about it out loud can help you work through ideas. So she's, she's, she's had a lot of experience with authors. Her mother is also an author over the years. And so, uh, yeah, she's definitely used to hearing about books. And, uh, you know, I, I've yet to get an edit letter from her. But, you know, who knows? She's getting older now. We'll see. <laughs> Now, Dad, I've got these particular notes for you today. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it must have Get been that. <laughs> what a fun life for your daughter, though, to have two parents that are both authors. I know. I well, I, I hope she continues to think it's fun um, and not torturesome. Uh, you know, my wife and I are both authors, and we both worked from home in the pandemic, and so we've, we've tried to limit these shop talks so we don't. Uh, feel like we're uh, at the office 24-7. So we've, uh, we, we try to turn it off at 5 o'clock when everybody comes to the 6 o'clock, 7 o'clock, when everyone comes to the dinner table together. But we fail sometimes, too. Well, uh, but I mean, I'm, I'm just thinking I would love to be a fly on the wall when, when you fail because it must be <laughs> it must be a great experience. But anyway, not to, not the failures, <laughs> the great experience. But like I say, <laughs> listening to your chit chat back yeah. and forth. Yeah. The other thing I want to bring up is this book is not only a whole lot of fun to read, but the, the illustrations add so much. So how did you and uh, Marta? Is it Altes? I don't want to mispronounce her name, but. I, I, Believe, How did you believe, work together? Uh, yeah, you know, our illustrator for the book is Marta Altes, and she lives in London. So I've never met her actually, even though she's illustrated two books. Although if I make it out to the UK, I'd love to meet her. She's a she's a fabulous 
illustrator and an author in her own right. She she writes her own books and as well as illustrating and. Uh, I believe she draws covers for books as well. So uh, she's an amazing artist, and she really adds a whole other dimension. I, I sometimes describe it as a book within a book because, you know, interestingly enough, illustrators, it's not necessarily a explicit collaboration. You send them your book, and then they decide what to illustrate. There's probably 100 illustrations. Wow. In and they just – they decide like what makes them laugh or what ideas they have. If a if a joke is really funny and they think of some funny way to make an image out of it, they just run with it. So it's almost a silent collaboration. And at first, I was worried about this. I was like, well, what are they going to do? What if it's not like like my book at all? But I I've, I've twice been incredibly surprised in a pleasant way um, with what I received. So it's, it's a real joy to have somebody come into your own work with their own ideas and then bring it to life to illuminate all these scenes and ideas. Um, it really makes it rich. It's almost like you're getting two artworks in one. Uh, so I, I love the illustrations. I love an illustrated book. because It's another way to engage kids, to draw them into the story, seeing what this artist came up with and imagined. Um, so it, it's great. I love the illustrations and I love illustrated books. Um, I think they really draw in kids, and that's what we want to do. We want to make readers. Well, Mike, this is, uh, I mean, congratulations on this. And I understand, uh, third one, and it's going to become a trilogy, the uh, Dork yeah. Lord series. Well, that is so exciting. So we've only got a minute or so left, but I'm going to ask you a big question. What do you hope your readers will take away from your books? You know, I try to bring humor to the middle grade experience. I remember being that age. I've had a kid who's that age. I know it's tough. We're dealing with bullies. We're dealing with discovering who we are, with coming of age, uh, with learning to fit in or not, learning how to deal with people. And, and that's what my character goes through. But he brings to it a real sense of humor. And, and I, for me, that was my coping mechanism at that age. I think it's important to learn to laugh at ourselves and to laugh at maybe some of the things that people do to us or around us. So I hope it, you know, it's a funny book and it's a fun book, but I think it's a book that also help kids. Well, I do too. And again, before we went on air, I am so excited to share this with my grandchildren. So, Mike, thank, thank you. you so much. I mean, your creativity is wonderful, your passion for your work, and uh, you can tell it. And this is a really delightful series. So thank you for sharing your time with us. Thanks so much for having me. I love talking about the books. Thanks for having me on. And me too. So, And for all of you listeners out there, be sure to check out Mike's series, Confessions of a Dork Lord, uh, and this last one, Grave Danger. And then again, there's a third one coming up because your grandchildren are going to love you for it. It'll provide them with many hours of reading pleasure and lots of fun to share. So until next time, this is Mary Eileen Williams at Feisty Side of 50 Radio. And I'll catch you later. Bye-bye.